This is EP Samuel. On today's EP Explained is rejection. I know I already had an opening podcast concerning rejection, but this is a continuation. Today I'm EP, and EP today I am exposing my pain. EP. First, I want to thank you for tuning in today to this podcast. I want to thank you for making me feel like somebody. The fact that you're tuning in and listening to what's coming out of my life that will help your life. I thank you for tuning in. Thank you for making me feel like somebody. Thanking me, thanking you for helping me to feel important as I pour out my life. Today, I explain my pain. And today, we're going to talk about when you have been rejected, when your rejected rejection returns, it's a place where you've been rejected in many parts of your life and things have happened in your life. And just like another episode, I asked the question, are you used, a user, or used to it? And the sad part about it is a lot of times when people are used, they become a user because of what they've been used to. Let me say that again. A lot of people who have been used become users because they are used to certain things that they've gone through in their life. And I don't want to be that person. So so on purpose, uh, not, not not to get you to listen, not to get you to follow, not to get you to 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 come along and uh, 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 and listen to me daily and add add to my numbers. I'm exposing my pain because now that's the only way in my world that I know how to heal properly to evolve properly but what happens when you've been rejected and the rejection that you rejected returns back to your life seeking acceptance it's awkward it's so awkward it sounds crazy though doesn't it when you've been rejected however you've been rejected you reject being rejected. You overcome that rejection in your life somehow, some way. And then a new day comes and the rejection that you rejected out of your life returns to you for acceptance because it's been rejected. That's crazy, I know, but let it sink in for a minute. See, I'm not telling you this inside of a fortified compound of acceptance. I'm not telling you this inside of a fortified comp- compound of I've made it. I'm telling you this right now as rejection that I've rejected is knocking at my door. And we're having this conversation right now as if you are my 911 operator. And I'm calling you to tell you I'm calling 911 right now to tell you that it's at my door. I'm calling you to tell you that it's coming for me. I'm calling you to tell you, I'm calling you to tell you that I heard it in the middle of the night. And now I'm sitting in my bedroom. Now I'm sitting in my closet. Now I'm 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 scared to death because I'm afraid that it's going to break in. I, 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 I need you to understand that. 
But what happens when rejection that you rejected comes back to you? And this time it's down the outside of your door. Kind of like the scary movie that once came out and the line was, it's coming from inside the house. What happens when the rejection that you rejected is not knocking from the outside of your door, but it's coming from the inside of your home? What happens when it's right there in front of you? What happens when you know where the rejection's coming from? And so you stay in the shower a little longer, even though you hear, know that rejection's on the other side of that door knocking. I'm going to try to help today if you help me by hearing this. See, the only way that we can heal is to become vulnerable. The only way that you can heal is by being heard. And the only way that you can be heard is by speaking. I'm going to speak today to be heard, to be helped, and to help someone. See, today I'm not doing the podcast in the studio. I'm not using the equipment. I'm not doing any of those things. I'm coming to you from the studio of my life. I'm walking this thing out. Literally, I've stepped out of my home, put on, put on the, 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 the material that I need to run the podcast, and I took it on the road. Why? Because I really need to walk this thing out. I need you to understand that what I'm building this platform for is not simply for monetary gain. I'm doing it because I finally accept myself. I'm going to get into that in just a little bit. I finally accept myself. I finally accept who I am. And because I finally have accepted who I am, I can now finally produce without fear. I can finally produce without expecting that I'm going to fail. And let's speak about today. We're going to speak about failure and acceptance. Acceptance of failure and failure to accept. Let me speak about that word failure. And right now in your world, in your life, right now, there are people who are right there with you. There are people who are right there with you. Listen to me carefully. That they don't want you to fail. They're not necessarily sabotaging you to fail and in some cases you got people right next to you who are sabotaging you to fail but that's not what I'm after right that's not the point that I want you to 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 clear right now I want you to understand that there are people right next to you that don't want you to fail however they expect you to let me say it again there are people right around you who don't want you to fail but expect you to and the expectation comes from what they know about you 
The expectation comes from what they think about you. The expectation comes to what they have experienced from you. And if the truth is all the way told, the reason why they expect you to fail is because they expected more out of you than what you produced. And I'm not giving no one any excuses. Because if they expect you to produce more than what they produce, then it's imbalanced. If they expect for you to produce, but they're not willing to stick in as much time as you need to learn how to produce, then it's imbalanced. If somebody has an expectation of you to 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 produce and not to fail, then they have to get off their own time clock of what's real to you. There are people right there around you right now in your immediate world that is waiting for you to fail. They simply are not lending more than just support. Matter of fact, many of the individuals are wrestling with the idea of even showing support to you. They simply want to stand back long enough to see if it's real or not. And that is not the same as seeing somebody be consistent. That is the same as you saying to, to someone else, I simply don't believe that you've got what it takes because you let me down so many times. But I guarantee you, if you look close enough at the life of the individuals who are saying these things to you, you'll find out, you, you'll find a person who simply doesn't even believe that they can or, or 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 is not willing to put in the work in their own life to make the changes in their life so they immediately believe that that you will fail because you failed them i'm exposing my pain today and hopes for you to expose yours but here's the part about acceptance that i've come to come to in my life whether you expose your pain or not has no bearing on me accepting mine. I'm doing this with the opportunity for you to evolve and to grow to your potential, but I'm not doing it for that. That's not the valid primary reason why I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm releasing. I'm exposing my pain because I accept who I am. I accept who I am. I accept every failure. I accept every mistake. I accept every shortcoming. True story. True story. When I was in the church world, when I was predominantly in the church world, and that was my mainstay of occupation, my mainstay of, 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 of movement, and, and really my mainstay of, 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 of my confidence, I found myself confident in church matters because I had gifts that were undeniable. I had a gift set that could not be denied. You could look at it from across the world and you would see, man, he's gifted to do this. He's gifted to do that. He's gifted to do these things. And I, I, I wasn't confident as much confident in myself than I was my abilities. 
See, a lot of people will acquire more abilities to to mask the fact that they are not confident in themselves, because if they if if they if they show more abilities, if they show more process, then no one would ever know that really they don't have confidence in themselves. They have confidence that that that, that if they produce these things that people will say you're good, that people will say you're awesome, that people will say you're gifted and you found comfort in knowing that people knew or thought that you were good and that's where you found your confidence at but I, I was gathering talent I walk into churches around the country and I would display certain gifts and boom 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 the Bible says that a man's gift will make room for him but but let me just add to that even if a man's gift will make room for him and take him in the presence of mighty, great and powerful and mighty individuals and mighty situations, the lack of confidence and the lack of self-assurity will remove you from those rooms. Just getting there is one thing, but you'll shrink like I did. You'll shrink like I did when you reject it. I found that a lot of my failure a lot of my many, many, many failures, and those of you who, you know, follow me on, on Facebook, many don't, but that's okay, I'm accepting that, but many that are on Facebook know that I put a post out just today that said, I am the biggest failure that I've ever known, but I still want to be great. I got to a place where... I realized that I was basing a lot of my acceptance, excuse me, a lot of my failures were based upon the fact that I was awaiting the rejection. A lot of times I would walk into places. This is outside of church. This is, you know, in secular you know, situations in, in, in secular or, you know, just out exterior from church uh, situations. And I found myself, believe it or not, I found myself looking back many, many years. I found myself sabotaging myself by believing that I'm going to mess this up. That, that, that was my that was my overall thought process. I'm going to mess this up. And then as soon as I didn't understand something, as soon as something got complicated, then I defended myself by putting up this false sense of confidence when in reality I was afraid that I was about to be rejected. Not because of what I've done, but because of what I could not do. When I, didn't, when I didn't have enough time to teach myself certain things. See, a lot of times I found myself, a lot of my certifications and credentials that I, that I even have came from me taking quiet time and teaching myself and taking certifications on my own and going through processes that no one knew about but I found that a lot of people seen me as arrogant because of that but in reality I would I would hide myself long enough to go and teach myself something so I felt good enough to be back in the presence of people or in the presence of situations see people have never really daunted me but I've always daunted me Whatever, whenever I walked into a situation that I didn't know, and I pride, and I took pride in the fact that I was able to learn stuff on the fly and quickly. But 
there were many situations that were deeper than just learning. There were situations to where didn't know how to relate. I didn't know how to say ow. I didn't know how to say that hurt and not to say it just to just to have you hear me, but to say it to have you feel me. I didn't know. So a lot of times I many, many times I can look back over 20, 25 years that I would sabotage myself and tell myself that I really was not good enough and I would dumb it down and do something lesser because in reality, I would always fall back to the things that I knew that I could do, but I would never venture out into something that I knew that I'd never done before. And that's what this great period of the past three years of my life has been because for the first time three years ago when my daughter, when my Zoe, breathed her last breath of life into me as I held her in my arms. That was the first time that I felt accepted. That's the first time that I felt I knew that I was accepted because I didn't have to say anything. I didn't have to do anything. She couldn't kiss, but she kissed me back. I looked at her and I said, I promise that I'll continue to give life for the rest of my life. No matter how many times I've messed up, no matter how much I've messed up, I promise you. And I know you're only holding on to life because, because you know that I need you. And I accept the fact that these 45 days is what I was given. That you didn't reject me by dying in 45 days. You didn't leave me. You didn't abandon me. You gave me 45 more days than you actually had just so that I could know that you loved me. And I felt that. I felt it so much that I faced myself for the first time. 30 plus years old and that was the first time that I ever faced myself without any inhibitions without anything to bolster me that's why this last three years has been so great because I've learned what it is to accept myself to such degree that anything that I seek out to accomplish now I'm not afraid to fail. My daughter, my 45-year-old daughter who transitioned from life to my heart, she taught me this without saying a word. She accepted me. And for the first time, I was able to accept myself. I accept me. I failed at so many things in my life that I failed to realize what I have accomplished. I was so focused on being rejected by my father. I wasn't abandoned by my father. I was rejected by my father. My father was gone from my life before I was even born. 
And by the time I knew who he was, I was six, seven, no, eight, nine years old. So I never felt a sense of abandonment because honestly, I was never focused on why he wasn't there. My mother did a great job and she was there for me every step of the way, but that's not why I never asked that question. I never asked that question because I never battled with being abandoned. Later on in life, I dealt with abandonment because of rejection, but I never dealt with abandonment from the beginning. So when he wasn't there, I had surrogate fathers, I had people there that poured into me, uh, but I would watch them come and go. Not a sense of being abandoned, but a sense of being pushed away. Okay, I kid you not, true story. When I finally met my father and I went through the abuse, the physical abuse and the things that I went through with my father, I, I was quick. <laughs> trust me, I was quick to, to want that situation to be over and done. So more than he, uh, 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 him abandoning me, I abandoned him. It was like, oh, no, I don't I don't like this. Uh, but I, I, I wrestled with being good enough in so many other areas because I never had the support. My mother did a great job, don't get me wrong, but I never had the support of a man growing up that told me I could the first time. I never had a man growing up in that capacity, not until I was 17, 16, 17, 18 years old that ever said, even then it was sparse, but to tell me that I could the first time. I never had anyone to hold my hand or to show me how to do things except that I learned them myself. So I always felt even even though I was I, 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 I learned later on that I was so that I was so gifted. I, I, I had so many gifts. I had so much, much ability, the ability to garner information and to garner knowledge and to garner truth and to understand and, and do all these things. I never even though I had them and I felt that I was I was using them. I, I never knew that they had worth because they were self-taught, they were self-developed, they were developed internally. So I never had any markers so that when I got out in front of people and they were doing things and they would look at me, I found out later that a lot, a lot of times it was jealousy. Uh, but I also found out that it was because they didn't believe that I possessed certain gifts. But from my side looking out, all I seen was you don't like me. You don't want me. And for a long time, I used that as fuel to keep going. But when relationships got closer and closer to my house, closer to my home, closer to my heart, I could not use it as fuel because I was fueling myself to go out to do things before. Now, as they got closer and closer with my father, with my, my best friends, with my spouse, with my family, I found out that I could not use that as fuel anymore. Why? Because I was, it was too close. It was too close. It didn't work with that. It didn't work in that situation. And that's when I started to feel as if I wasn't good enough. Because the best of me the best of me was rejected. 
the things that I bested or the things that I rejected. And the things that I thought that were the best or the things that those closest to me reject, began to reject. So a lot of people see me as arrogant. But that was the only method that I had, the only tool that I had at the time to show more gift, to just proceed with my gift, to proceed with helping people's lives. And those who did not like it, they can go kick rocks with no socks on. And even though that helped me through, as things got closer to home, I had to find out why is the rejection that I rejected I mean, I started making all kinds of moves in, in life. But at the same time, anything outside of my personal circle, I was failing at. I was failing at school. I was failing at my marriage. I was failing in business. I mean, like working for other people and I was failing and no matter what I did no matter how much I pumped myself up there was always a place there's always a position where I said to myself why are you even doing this you know they're going to reject you you know they're going to say you're not good enough even as much as I felt like I was the man for the job even inside churches when I would do things there was a way that was found to, that I found to make me feel like I wasn't you know they're going to reject you listen I was the guy I was the guy in high school I was a guy in high school who never wanted to hurt anyone and I thought that that was an admirable thing admirable thing even when I had little girlfriends in in high school I remember there was just one one girl let's just call her mm, let's call her Jenny okay I remember there was a girl named Jenny and we were dating and the whole school she was a pretty girl cheerleader I was a football player she was a pretty girl and because I let other people tell me that she was too good for me I found a way to sabotage the relationship but I let it be her choice to dump me even early on I found myself setting myself up to be rejected to allow, allow other people to reject me because I did not feel adequate it wasn't that I didn't want to hurt her I was geared up for rejection. I can go back to even church situations growing up that I just simply stopped showing or displaying what I really could do because I was waiting for rejection and rejection. And this translated, listen to me, this translated, this translated into so many areas of my life. This translated into college to where 
I would take classes and be overwhelmed and not know what I'm doing and not know how to find help. Mind you, I didn't know what college was. I mean, I was a football player, but I didn't I, I didn't have any knowledge of what it was to to go to school. I didn't have any knowledge of what it was to be successful by planning courses and do that. I knew I had a gift to play football and I knew that I had a gift to to speak. I had a I had a gift to orate. I had a gift in certain areas and I was good. So going to college was like, yeah, because I'm a football player. Here we go. I mean, this is common knowledge. I'm going to go do this. But when I got there, I didn't know how to ask for help. I didn't I didn't know what 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 course requirements was. I remember the first time I got an academic probation letter. I didn't know what the heck it was. I'm like, oh, I'm on probation. OK, I don't know what that means, but I didn't even know. I didn't know. And as things got harder and things got crazier, I found myself not giving up, but I found myself crying. And internally, I wasn't giving up, but I was accepting rejection. I was accepting getting ready to fail. So I waited for somebody else to make the decision for me to be rejected. And before long, not only was I waiting for someone to tell me when I was rejected, I was really also getting subscribing myself for, for the next level of waiting for someone to tell me why I am approved, why I am accepted. And this should give you an inside look, a little bit of an inside look before you judge me as 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 the site being called epapproved.com and and, 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 and and EP explains, you'll find out that the reason why I am where I am today and approving other people and telling other people that they can is simply because I set myself up to wait for somebody else to tell me I was rejected, but in, and it evolved into waiting for someone to tell me that I'm accepted. And by that, without with all this so-called confidence, with all of this ability, I never was accomplishing much because I was waiting for the moment to fail. I was waiting for the moment to fail. I was waiting for the moment to go something to go wrong that I could not handle. I was waiting for someone to tell me I wasn't good enough. I was waiting for that moment. And when I got that moment, I did not see myself as a quitter. I see myself as a failure. relationships came even gosh even as a teenager there was a suicide attempt all due to rejection all due to rejection there was a suicide attempt I rationalized death I made it that I really wasn't killing myself I was just taking more, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just taking more pills. Yeah, because see, I was playing football and I, I had hurt my back, and so uh, I, I, I justified taking six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, Vicodin, extra strength, and Flexeril muscle relaxers I I didn't take them all at one time see I rationalized death I rationalized death and I took two at a time every 10 minutes oh because my back was hurt yeah 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 I was rationalizing death and and the reason why I had to chase it 
with the bottle of Bacardi Limon is because uh, I didn't have any water. Yeah, yeah, the kitchen was too far away. So I had to chase it with with a full bottle of Bacardi Limon. Yeah, and, and the reason why I was sitting in the dark in my luxury condo when all this is going on is, is because um, I was crying and my eyes were hurting and I didn't want the light to bother me. And, and the reason why I was crying was because, see, um, I, I couldn't rationalize that one. So I just moved on from it. And oh, and the reason why I had soft music, you know, sappy, crying music, Michael Jackson on the background uh, alone. Uh, about being alone it's because I, I couldn't rationalize that but I can rationalize death so I took two after another after another and I drank and nothing happened and nothing happened and I remember I looked up to the sky and I looked up to God and I said I hate you I hate you because you won't even let me die I'm no good to no one. I can't even accomplish. I've never only seen success except for in increments. I don't know how to I did I don't know how to chain together success after success after success. I hate you. Because you won't let me die. I failed again. And about how many pills I took, nothing happened. This was the beginning of a new day for me. And even though it took nearly two decades for that new day to dawn and to shine in my life I've come I've come to terms with it I've come to the reality of accepting my failures <laughs> they're not failures Let me say this to you, and I want you to take this. Your failures are not failures. Your failures are you rejecting your own rejections and accepting you for who you are. So what it took you 20 years? So what it took you 20 years to get over something? You got over it. Oh, oh. And so what? You got that knock at your door. The fact that there is a knock at your door and his name is rejection is a telltale sign that you've come over rejection. Otherwise, it would not be knocking to get back in. 
I'm not telling you this on the other side of through. I'm telling you this as I stand at my own door and tell rejection no. This is the only rejection that I'm allowed to give in my life. I reject you. I don't care what's going on in my marriage. I don't care what's going on in my job or the lack thereof. I don't care what's going on in your life. I don't care what's going on in your world. I don't care what's going on with your job or the lack thereof or the lack of or or the, or the lack of your intensity or the lack of your growth or the lack of your business model working. I don't care if you failed at it 15 times. You're talking to a man who has failed at more in his life than you and your mama, your daddy, your sister, your uncle, your cousin, your niece, your nephews, your play cousins, twice removed, your, your adopted family have failed in all their lives combined. I'm just crazy enough. No, no, I'm not crazy enough. I'm acceptance. I'm accepting me enough to be able not just to speak about it, but to be heard. Right now, I'm embarking on a bunch of new processes, but I know there are people around me who are waiting for me to fail. Because they don't believe in me. Because I failed so much in my miserable little life that it's not worth the price of admissions. But here is the difference. I didn't ask you to pay the price of admissions. I didn't ask you to purchase the ticket. I didn't ask you to underwrite this excursion. I'm not asking you to be the producer. I'm not asking you to be the director. I'm not asking you to play any part except for the part that you choose to play. Just watch me. Just watch me go. Just watch me grow. Watch me become. And for the first time in my life, I'm not doing it for no one but me. That's what failure would do for you. Not only will it, not only will it decrease your arrogance. That's what everyone thought that I needed. I need to be decreased. But I wonder how many people would would want me to be decreased by burying, by losing my daughter. I wonder how many people are looking back and saying that's what he needed. I bet there's not one person who would openly open their mouth and say that's what he needed. That's not what I needed. And that's not what I asked you to acknowledge. But since I got it, I've been abased. It didn't just start with my daughter. It started... It started in high school. It started when I went to college. It continued when I got married. It continued when my best friend betrayed me. It continued when I walked away from my best friend, didn't care about church or ministry, but I walked away because I was rejected and I no longer wanted to feel it. It continued. Until I'm at a place now. I don't know. How this thing will end with these new projects. I don't know. How many people will. 
will will hear what I'm saying, resonate with what's going on in their life and to subscribe to the opportunity to have someone like me in their life. I don't know how many people are going to subscribe to memberships and and receive the materials that I have. I don't know. I don't know. But one thing I do know is that I can't stop. Because this isn't based upon the need to prove anything. This isn't based upon the need to to find acceptance. The last person that accepted me never said a word. And I realized when holding that little girl in my arms that I was not just being accepted by her, but by holding me in my arms that looked just like me, that was saying hello, goodbye, and I'll see you later all at the same time. I was accepting me for the first time. I've messed up a slew of things in my life. And I don't expect for people to who have experienced me in certain capacities. I don't expect for them to accept me. I want to become to become. You know, just yesterday I received a phone call late at night and it was the person didn't know that I was I was feeling a whole different type of way about was going on in my life and I took not a step back but I took a seat for a moment and I sat there and did nothing and this phone call helped me to push forward so you know who you are thank you thank you for telling me that my story helped you to deal with things that happened to you from an entire different country. Thank you for allowing me to feel needed. Because one thing about your acceptance of your acceptance is that you must feel needed first by yourself. That's a question I want to ask you. Do you need you? Because if you don't need you, then you will never be able to be needed by anybody else. If you don't come to a place of needing yourself, I just now, literally, in my 30s, I've just now been able to look in the mirror and like myself, everything about me, my nose, my ears, my eyes, my crooked teeth, my chin, my chin hair, my crooked mustache, 
by how one eye is a little lower than the other. My sideways smile. I finally like everything about me. There's nothing about me physically that I want to change that, that, such as that I can't modify with exercise. But there's nothing that I want to change because I don't like me. I want to change, you know, a little weight here or there, a sculpt here or there. That's because I like me and I want me to look better. But I'm not asking myself to change anything about myself that I simply don't like. And I finally came to that place because I finally need me. I've been around so many people and done so many things where I've wanted people to accept me. I told you my failure rate. My failure rate is higher than some 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 countries uh, gross domestic product. My my failure rate is even higher than most uh, nearly as much as the debt of a small country. And I say that facetiously, but I really mean I failed a whole lot. I've learned a whole lot about myself. But let me say this to you. If you don't need you, then whenever you have not been there for somebody else, then they will always hold the criteria of what you can or cannot become. Then as soon as something goes wrong in your relationships, then you'll find yourself in the bed, under the covers, or simply not producing what you should be producing in your life. Because you cannot draw on, I'll show them, only for so long. You can only rely on, I bet you I can, only for so long. You can only get married so many times and start over so many times and reject and abandon so many relationships until you find out that none of those things are ever going to help you to find your need for you you gotta need you because if you don't need you and somebody in their own life is having an issue with needing themselves then the last then the last thing they're going to say and the first thing they're going to say listen what I'm listen to what I'm saying the last thing they're going to say and the first thing they're going to say is what you haven't done to supply them what they need but in reality you're trapped in their false sense of need because they don't need themselves but also because you haven't found a need to need you first You've got to need you. And when you begin to need you, those people, those places, and those things that authentically need you will want you, whether you know it or not. What I'm saying is you will no longer cater to people, places, and things to be accepted because you dealt with your rejection. Tomorrow, tomorrow I'm gonna deal with part two of this acceptance and rejection and failure. This is EP and I approve of you. Believe it or not, it started with this is EP and I approve of me. That's why this is EP. And I approve of this message. Until next time, my friends.